These guys know more than your favorite team's general manager. These are the Armchair Athletes, hosted by Taylor, Terrell, and Clayton. The best place to get your craving for all the top sports. Only on CMRU.ca. Buy students for you. Welcome to a new episode of the Armchair Athletes. Live. Yeah! Let's go! Live on CMRU.ca, hosted by Clayton. Terrell. Taylor. And Will. We already know where we're starting today. We're so hyped for the show. Terrell, oh. take it away. Dude, the MLB, man, we're going crazy this week. I mean, the Phillies, jeez. That Looking last game good. was just incredible. I mean, really, they're clicking kind of all over the place, and it's hard to see any team really beating them at this point. Obviously, right now, they're getting shut out by the uh, Diamondbacks, but, you know, it's we'll see what happens there. Uh, yeah, 0-0, bottom four. Blue Jays legend Gabriel Moreno off to play, just granted out to second baseman Bryson Stott. Um might have some live commentary here as the game goes on. You know, if something exciting happens, I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so as that game goes on, we can talk about uh, the Astros and Rangers game that happened last night. Obviously, the Astros pulled that one out 5-2. to two. Um, You know, the Rangers' offense didn't look as good as it had for the last little bit, and uh, the Astros' pitching really, really pulled it together. Um, Scherzer also didn't look like himself. Yes. But to be fair, he's getting up there in age. Oh, yeah, no, he's definitely not the Scherzer of back in the day, but I think um, he's still very, very good, and he just didn't have that as good of a game. But absolutely, that's okay. Hot take, Max Scherzer's good. (laughs) Whoa, (laughs) whoa, whoa. 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 Listen, I don't know. (laughs) Get out of hand here. Um, The the thing I wanted to look at is I know that their starter, I can't remember who their starter was. I think it was maybe Javier... Ah, uh, that's probably who that's I was you're thinking, thinking of. of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, had a good game. He did let up um, two runs though. Yes. On the on the, I think his name is Jung or Young. Josh Young. Yeah. Josh Young, the but thir- it's spelled like Jung. Rookie third baseman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, series is two one. The next game, game four, is coming up tonight after the Phillies Diamondbacks game. Um, and at the moment, obviously Phillies up two one or sorry two nothing on the uh, Diamondbacks. Uh, to be completely honest, this postseason has been kind of underwhelming for me. Um, there haven't been any, like, games. There well, Obviously, there hasn't been any Game 7s, but there hasn't been, like, a lot of close series to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of sweeps um, and lots of blowouts so far. And, you know, I'm just really hoping that uh, maybe this Astros-Rangers series is the series where you start to get some really good evenly matched games. Um, it's looking like the Phillies might run away with the series against the Diamondbacks, although I hope they don't. Um, but just with the way that the top of that uh, Phillies order is hitting at this point, you know, Castellanos, Harper, Trey Turner, and now Schwarber the last game, um, it's really looking like they're kind of unstoppable. Zach Wheeler really just has like a second gear once he gets to the postseason. He looked unreal. Um, and then the rest of that uh, Phillies rotation is just good enough to kind of keep it afloat while the offense does their job. Um, and like I said, it's kind of hard to imagine people matching up to this Phillies team, especially after they beat who I would say were the favorites going into the postseason and my prediction to win the World Series, the Atlanta Braves. Um, man, I don't know. The, these Phillies, they're just – they're something else when they get to the postseason. And, you know, they're so, so fun to watch. Uh, I love watching them play. Here's, a, here's something. It's fun to watch baseball uh, when people can hit home runs. Uh, and that's why the Blue Jays were fun to watch in 2021 and not fun to watch this year. Um, it's just 
you get you get Harper up there, and it seems like every every time he's up at the dish, he can do some real damage. And he's shown that this postseason. Uh, I believe he's hitting over 400 uh, in this series. I want to say he was hitting uh, like 425 in the last series, and I think he's probably up closer to 450 in this series. Unless he, last game at the end of the game he struck out. He ended the series against the Braves 462, yeah. uh, and he didn't have any hits. I guess he hasn't had any hits so far this game, so his average is currently at 333 for the series against the Diamondbacks. Oh, that's bad. Um, well, it's fantastic. But. Nah, he's a bum. Only yeah. hitting the ball one-third of the time he goes up there. Unbelievable. You know, so he, you he know, almost hit it every second time, which is they should, nuts, too. They should trade him to the Blue Jays because clearly he needs to hit the ball more. Mm. Um, listen, Phillies, I don't even know what I could offer them from the Blue Jays that they would want for Bryce Harper. No, so I'm nothing, not even going to offer a, any fake trade Kevin Gosman maybe and somebody else? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Listen, you can have um, the GOAT, Alec Manoa. Don't look at last season. Look at the season before. He's very good. Uh, you can have him. We'll trade you straight across for first baseman and DH, Bryce Harper. He doesn't even play a good position in the field. So not a lot of value there. Um yeah, I don't really know how much else there is to talk about in the MLB. Uh, I'll kind of, if something exciting happens in this game, I'll uh, I'll interrupt. I was going to say, statement. like you said, like I feel like that's been a very mediocre. Yes, it, the, it's going by quick because all is. the games are over, so they're like, I guess we'll just start. I guess we'll just start early, right? There has been, been nothing that's gone to seven. Yeah, I guess the Braves Phillies went to four. Yeah, they went to four. There was no game five. Yeah, so it's like. When you're in baseball, and baseball especially, it's so quick. Like, it's like one day off maybe, or it's back-to-backs. Mm-hmm. When you get – when all four series in the first round are sweeps. Yeah. It's like – it was over in three days. Were all of them – I don't know. Were all of them sweeps? Yeah, because the Braves only met in the second round against the Phillies. That's I think true. there's only been one – I don't think there's been one team that's won one game in the first series. I don't think there's one team that won one game. There was Brewers Rays. Got, Brewers got shut out. Rays yeah. got shut out. Yeah. And Jays did. Jays did. Who's the other? NL, uh, NLDS uh, Arizona. Oh, Arizona played Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, I'm losing. I'm, anyways, either way, there was. I think there may have been one team that won one game. Yeah. I don't know. So it's just been going by really quick. It has. And the games, like I said, they haven't really been exciting. That exciting, yeah. It's more one team doing a lot of offense, which makes it kind of exciting. The other team just being just not good. I'm just, yeah, going back through while well, Miami got swept. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, there just really haven't been that many like and Orioles got swept. Yeah, which was that was probably the biggest surprise I'd say. See, like it's just like every single team just one team didn't show up and one team did. Yeah. So, Although like sorry, just before you finish, yeah. I think the Blue Jays had one of the closer series even though it was two. Yeah, well cuz they're pitching so good that they kind of kept it within yeah. a little Bra- bit. Braves didn't get swept, did they? Uh, no, 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 they put up one game. Yeah. Yeah. But that was second round. I was thinking first round. Mostly oh, okay. all of them I think were sweeps. So yeah. it's like it, it moves it along really quick. It does. Um Yeah, I mean, there's really isn't that much to talk about. I hope the Diamondbacks can pull out a couple games here and kinda keep this series a little closer. Uh same with the Astros. Um and uh, yeah, I mean, but the Phillies are so fun to watch. So if they move on, I wouldn't complain. Uh, I would like to see the Phillies win it all. I think. Yeah, I think so too. It's between uh, the. Matchup. I don't like Houston, and I don't think very many people do. So. Yeah, it's yeah that cheating stuff is probably going to just come back to haunt them forever, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But just at least from likeness, they might win. Oh them, yeah, but. Um, yeah, I think Texas Phillies would probably be the best scenario in my head. Yeah. 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 I would see that. 
That'd be it, a good series, too. Whoever wins, yeah, it, it should be. Whoever wins, I wouldn't be mad at. You get Blue Jays legend Marcus Semyon a ring if the Rangers win, and then obviously Harper gets a ring, Turner gets another ring, Schwarber gets another ring. There's just, yeah, lots of lots of good options from both sides. Uh, I guess the other thing I want to bring up that's kind of more funny is uh, maybe not funny. Nick Castellanos has been just kind of unreal, <laughs> and unfortunately his – and I, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show really. We've we've mentioned before he tends to go off during unfortunate yes. moments, which oh, is what's I was going to say and something about this last week. international conflict happening right now, and he is really reinforcing that uh, – I don't know what you'd call it – that notion about him that he's just lighting it up anytime something bad happens in the world. So it's always funny whenever he hits a home run to be like, quick, check the news, see what's happening. And chances are you can uh, find that to coincide with some sort of tragic world event. The have we ever talked about the way that that started? I feel like that's just a, yeah we have. I th- I think we've maybe alluded to it. I know we've talked about it a little bit on the show. Um, I showed actually my roommate the other day because I was mentioning the same thing oh, to him, so funny. and he did. He's not a, doesn't really watch baseball that much. So I showed him kind of the Castianos, I guess character development you can yeah. almost say the compilation of the yeah. moments he's had yeah and telling him some of the moments when he's hit home runs so it started with believe the uh was I, it, not a it was the cincinnati was it the cincinnati reds commentator um i can't remember who it was but i can it might have been the royals i can't remember when it happened there was anyways a baseball commentator <laughs> that made what was the? Comment? It was it was a homophobic remark oh, okay. on air. I know he made like an v- offensive remark on air and was apologizing for it, and then in the, literally in the middle of apologizing, <laughs> Castellanos hit a home run. Yeah, and then there's been a couple others. Castia- um when Pete Walker got a DUI, DUI during got spring training, yep. uh, Castellanos got his first ever hit as a Philly. Literally as the Jays announcers were talking about Pete Walker, and there was another one where it was. I was because wa- I was looking the other day. There was another one where there was a um, someone who had died that they were honoring. That, on the that's broadcast. what I was going to say. That was the one the other day. That wasn't that long ago, yeah. But um, I'm just I was just rewatching it. I was right. It was the Royals broadcaster, um, and it was when he was with Cincinnati. So maybe it was a Cincinnati broadcast. Regardless, it was during a Royals uh, Reds game, and yeah, the the commentator made a homophobic remark on air and then was apologizing for it and then as he was apologizing Nick Castellanos hit a home run during the apology so the commentator had to commentate the home run immediately in the middle of the apology he was making and then I believe he got fired after that yeah I remember it being like oh and he hits a home run and it's a deep drive to left by Castellanos (laughs) yeah Yeah. it was very like nonchalant yeah and it's just uh, it's just so funny so uh yeah Really, all that tangent was just saying that it's funny that during a time of conflict in the world, Nick Castellanos is continuing to be good at baseball. Um, and, I mean, other than that, I really don't think there's that much uh, that we can talk about in the MLB. There hasn't been a lot of big news. Bryce Harper, good. Trey Turner, good. Nick Castellanos, good. That's really been how it's been the whole uh, whole playoff so far. What I will say, though, is uh, if your player's struggling, you got to follow the Philly lead, I guess, and give him a standing ovation because that's what they did with Trey Turner. And it turned his whole season around. Uh-oh. Not enough distance. Rio Mito hit one to the warning track, and I was just having a look to see if it was going to go out. But maybe, maybe Jays fans should give John Schneider a standing ovation. <laughs> yes. The entire Blue Jays front office and managerial team should all get standing ovations. Um, yeah. So, 
Uh, if anything happens in this game, I'll be sure to give an update. Um, and uh, what do we want to go to next? NBA got a lot of oh, stuff happening yes. there. We got predictions, which everyone loves. For the first time in a long time. We usually seem to, in the offseason, especially this year, it's been before, we usually seem to brush off the NBA a little bit. So mm-hmm. I think uh, well, we finally got some good stuff going I on. can name one thing that changes that. Victor Wembanyama has looked fantastic this preseason so far. He looks insane. He does. Um, it's really just ridiculous, and we talked about him last show. But the way I think really, and I believe that's what I said, was that you're going to get good defense out of him pretty much regardless, and what you have to hope is that the offense continues to develop, and so far it's looking that that offense is going to develop. He had some unreal passes against, well, one unreal pass that I can think of. Uh, They played the Rockets, did they not, their last game? Or who are they playing? Uh, I think it was the Rockets. Yeah, it was, it was. Because I'm thinking thinking of, he had like a, kind of like behind the back, no-look pass from the paint out to the corner. And then he also had that nutmeg, which is the play that I believe everyone probably would have seen. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know, seven foot five and handling the ball like that—it's pretty impressive, dare I say. Well, you talk about guys coming into the league and they have their welcome to the NBA moment. Victor <laughs> Wembanyama is giving guys welcome to the NBA moments in his oh yeah first three preseason games. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say between him and Chet Holmgren. It's skinny boy season. Oh, absolutely. Skinny boys, lanky boys, stand up. Um, stand up, don't get blown away by the wind. Yeah, they're representing. <laughs> the air's different up here. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, we're talking about uh, Victor Wembanyama a whole lot, but yeah, Chet on that uh, Thunder team is going to be very, very good. I think that one of the things that they were missing was kind of a good interior presence yeah. defense on defense and offense, and now he definitely can fill that role for him, so I'm very, very excited to watch him play. I just like that Thunder team, and in a bit, I'm going to get into my uh, predictions mm-hmm. for standings this season. Especially and with the oodles and oodles of picks they have in the next... Yeah, is it the, like they have 37 20? picks. Yeah, that's crazy. So... 37 <laughs> picks. Obviously, you can't make all those Dude, picks. Two of the 37 people have to just be decent and you still win. Well, you're not. I think they're going to. They have like just the most trade assets ever now because they have so many good young pieces and they have so many draft picks. It's just like they, they trade for draft picks, get get Diamond and the Rough Guys. They trade Shy Gill to Alexander for a couple picks and he's their best player. And he's a top five player in the NBA now. He was part of the Paul, Paul George. George. Not? Yeah. Paul George is a pretty big asset to trade away to, though. But again, I. Looking at it now, I, I like think their they future. definitely won. I like so. them better with Shea than with Paul George. Paul George doesn't right play half the season. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, like, a lot of what they have now that's a successful team as is um, is all from, like, add-ons. And, you know, like, nothing that's been any blockbuster, really, or draft picks. They, Sam Presti is a magician. Is a, is a wizard, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that Thunder team—they're just—they're going to be so fun to watch. But we'll let you—we'll let you do your standings predictions. Okay. And we'll interject if we feel the need to. Okay. I figured I would start with the East. I'll okay. give you fifteen through one, and then you guys can tell me what you think about it, and then I'll get into the West after that. So, starting at the Eastern Conference, the fifteenth seed, lowest in the East, I have the Washington Wizards. That's terrible. <laughs> I think they are a team who has finally found their direction, and that direction is to be bad with some standout players, which are Kuzma and Poole. Yep. I think they're gonna shoot the ball a lot. They're gonna score, and I think they're gonna blow up their team somewhat at the deadline. Trade away some guys that 
have value in this league, like Tyus Jones, DeLon Wright, uh, Danilo Gallinari, who I didn't know played for them, and <laughs> Denny Avdia, I think, will get moved as well. What do you At, think? Kuzma's still on them, right? Kuzma is there, but they signed him this offseason. They did re-sign him. I was kind of expecting them to either try and move him beforehand or not re-sign him. Yeah. I was kind of surprised by that move because yeah. it was a pretty big contract with not three years and 120 or something like yeah. that. It was a pretty big contract for Kuzma. Yeah, and I think – well, I don't know what I think. I don't know if they're going to build around him or they look to moving. Night. I watched a bit of their game last night. They well, Poole will drop 42. Yes, Poole has looked fantastic. I mean, that so Poole's a guy too, right? So yeah. I, I, I'm like not I said, saying that's going to make them win any more games, but I don't they're going to shoot the ball. They aren't going to play winning basketball, but no. I think you're right. They will put up They are going to play very, very confident basketball. I think this is like Jordan Poole is going to find his way back onto like a contending team somehow. Oh, I honestly think Jordan Poole will be an all-star this year. I could yeah, see it. You could just put up the numbers for it. Sheer scoring. Not, yeah, not not based on team not based on team success, but I honestly yeah. think he could be. Yeah. Wouldn't shock me. Okay. 14, I have the Charlotte Hornets. Doesn't shock Fair. me either. This is I a could disaster say, I honestly franchise. think that Wizards could finish they higher could. I think so too, but I think the Charlotte Hornets have a better ceiling because they have the better player, yep. LaMelo Ball, yep. mm-hmm. uh, as well as like guys around him like Terry Rozier, mm-hmm. uh, P.J. Washington, and we'll see what happens with Miles Bridges, I guess. I'd he's be a good surprised player, if he comes back. I don't think he's He was practicing the other day. Was he? He was. Which They're going to get – smited by yeah, the NBA gods as they should bringing him back because yeah I don't know and we'll see how Brandon Miller uh, I honestly think he might be pretty good I think so too I think their goal this year is to fix their culture and to develop Brandon Miller yep develop and that's sh- that's really all it should be yeah you're not going to win games the thing that's no. tough about fixing culture is people that want to join your culture want to join a winning culture yeah and it's real real hard when you're not going to win and you're trying to fix your culture you need the reason the way you fix your culture is try to make a team that is either at least fun to watch or starting to put wins together. Well, I don't think fun to watch is the way to go because this team was fun to watch, fun to watch just yeah. two years ago, and then they got into some stuff. But I think that's, I'll get into but I think it that's the reason why they're not the culture's bad is because they got into stuff. I don't think okay. it's because of the fun that they. Oh were. no! Yeah, true. Just I would go. A couple years ago, I would have gone to watch a Hornets game in oh, heartbeat. They looked very they interesting looked awesome. to watch. But when you start getting all that stuff swirling around about all these guys that are not just being an NBA player, that's what really ruins your your culture. And when you have to give those, you have to let those guys go, which they did with Kai Jones, which I think was that exactly ruins you. that's right what ruins your make. culture. It's is tough because he's a first round pick, but you is, no one go. wants to cheer for a team. <laughs> people that make bad decisions yeah right? well I, we'll get into it in a bit but the rockets i think made great moves this off yeah. season and they kind of had that same culture. sort of me- or i guess well, i don't know what you call it stigma with them because yeah. when three years ago when they had paul george or paul george chris paul and and harden they were full all the time yeah and then obviously you lose those guys and it's tough because that's what people go out to see and then you know you have a two really bad losing seasons yeah and who wants to go and watch a game from a losing team, right? I think they'll, again, they'll be exciting this year. And we can talk about them when we get to them mm-hmm. in the standing mm-hmm. prediction. So maybe we should just yeah, hold anyways. on to this. But, yeah. I'll move on. Yeah. Uh, at 13, I have the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. I think they have good potential. They have tons of young guys on this team. Mm-hmm. I think Cade 
needs to be healthy in order for this team to succeed. I think yes. he's going to take a big leap, though. He's shown us so many flashes. I think if he can stay healthy, he'll show us that they aren't just flashes and that's just who he is as a player. I think like him and Paolo are going to be the face of the Eastern Conference in a couple of years. Yeah. Yes, and I have another guy, too, but that's coming up. I think they need to figure out their front court because they have yeah. three young, really high uh, draft picks in Jalen Duran, Marvin Bagley, and James Wiseman. James Wiseman yeah. There's not enough room for all three of them to be there mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and for all of them to be bad. Yeah, so one of them say. has to be good. I think Jalen Duran will be good. I think so too. Yeah, I think I'm, he has the yes because yeah. you don't you don't really know what you have in him yet, and you pretty much know what you have out of James Wiseman. I, but so. I honestly think James Wiseman hasn't gotten the chance. No, I don't think so either. I think you have to work with Wiseman. When when you when he's on the team for two years, he had a torn ACL f- the first full year, Golden State, and then I think he had an Achilles or something. Yeah, that's true. That was just it was just a bad. He was like I a, think he's only played twenty five games. He was in like the a NBA. developmental pick. And for Golden State to take him where they did in the state that their team was, where they were kind of win now, just didn't really make sense for It wasn't the right him. fit. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't a good fit, yeah. Well, and it just got ruined by injuries. If he did get the chance and he was healthy the whole year and he did play a bit, who knows? Maybe. Yeah. And they probably would have kept him. Yeah. But um, but they just there wasn't a spot in the rotation for him. No. Yeah. And Bagley, I think he's been in this league five years. I you're, think he's you're like starting to he's gonna get shipped. You can I only think. have the he's a young and he's got good upside for so long. Yeah, like. He's not young anymore. He's yeah. a veteran. He just needs to league. find a good situation, too. Yeah. But again, you're right. I think he's running out of time. So he's going to have to either figure it out in the situation that he's in and just yeah, you're not grow gonna, up I, in I quotations. At, or At this point, he's not that guy. He's no. not going to be that guy on a team. No. But he could definitely be a, a role player on a good team. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. And I see them trading Boyan Bogdanovich at the deadline. Yeah, he's a good vet for the first half of the season, but he, he's good enough that you can get you some want him stuff to a for. Contender, yeah, uh, yes, yeah, some stuff in return for him. Moving on, number twelve, I have the Brooklyn Nets. I think this team was tough to rank because they are a low floor, high ceiling kind of team. Mm-hmm. Mikhail Bridges clearly is the leader of this team, but I am. I wouldn't say proud, but I am a member of the Ben Simmons Island. <laughs> I have not sunk yet. Maybe this is the year he... that he finally breaks my spirit, but I'm still I still have hope in him. I still think he, he can be a solid a lot this year to prove a lot of people wrong because I don't think the way he has acted in the last 2 years, he is not that good to be acting the way he did. You're not no. that good to be a drama queen. At all, but you can be that good. He has shown oh, us yeah, that he he's can. a Absolutely. damn good player in this league. Yeah, he I was. just think he needs to just play basketball. Yeah. End of story. Forget the money. You got the money. Yeah. Play. Here. There's no one around. There's no one. To, there's no superstar to have conflicts with. There's you have the best set. You can be you, and you could be the best player on the team. Or you could just be a role player. I'm happy with him it. not being the best player on the team because the issue with him was in the playoffs, if he's your best player, the defense shrinks around oh, yeah. him and, and makes him shoot. Don't shoot. If you can't shoot, don't, don't shoot. shoot. You're good at layups. You're big enough to be the dunker and facilitator. Just he's play a that very role. good playmaker as well, so I think just sticking to that is fine. I don't know. Again, another guy like... Not as bad as Mark, Marvin Bagley, but that kind of same story where it's like, dude, you've been in the league for, what, four years now? It's, it's go time. Yeah. I right? think 
Like, I always think of that Brooklyn Nets team before they got KD and Kyrie, where it was like that Jared Dudley, D'Lo, Rondé Hollis, and how fun they were so fun to watch. And I think that's kind of the brand of basketball they need to get back to because they don't have any of their own picks. So it doesn't matter if they win or lose because they traded them all away for KD and Kyrie and all those guys. So they don't have any of their own picks. So it doesn't matter if they tank and lose and get good picks. They can't do it. So they might as well just play as good a basketball as they can and – they um, might scrape in. I don't. They've think, got good guys. They do. I, I don't Mikhail think they're that Cam bad. Like, Johnson. I don't think they're that bad. I think they could easily be eight to eleven. And with I think so too. The difference, like I said, with them and a lot of the other teams that are ranked below and I would assume above them as well, is there is no benefit to them losing. Like tanking yeah. doesn't matter for them. But they also have no pressure. That's what I mean. So theoretically, they could play just good enough basketball to squeak into the um, play-ins, or they could just be bad. And not make it at all like where you have them ranked. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're tough to rank, but yeah. Uh, uh, overall, I have them at twelve. Yeah. At eleven, I have the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Uh, I might be lower on this team than a lot of people are because they Lonzo's do. Lonzo's still hurt. Lonzo is Lonzo's still hurt. Perpetually hurt. Yeah. I honestly think Lonzo's never playing a game in the NBA. Which he is might, might be a hot so take, sad. He's I a love great Washington. player. Yeah. And they have Demar Derozan. All star, Levine, all star caliber player. The, I think they are like in the middle weirdo spot where they haven't committed to a direction yet, and I think they needed to go get somebody this off season or trade everybody away. They made no significant moves this no. off season. They and I re-signed think Vucevic. bringing back Vucevic was a bad move. I think so too. Yes. I was not a fan of that move. No, he's a he's a good player. He's okay, but he's not. The guy that you need you're not, on this team. You're not winning, and bringing him back isn't going to make you win more. And a lot of teams in the East, I guess we'll get to the top, mm-hmm. but there are team, a lot of teams got better, and the, I don't think very many teams got like significantly worse, so I, don't, I have a hard time believing they're going to climb the standings at all. I agree. The only way they would is based on purely DeRozan and Levine having career years. 100%. Yes. The, I think maybe the most confusing thing I saw, and, and maybe it was just the thing where – every team is going to be in on every trade was saying that they were interested in Damian Lillard in the offseason, and I just can't... Obviously, the trade's been done, so it doesn't matter at this point, but I just don't know why they would have done that or why they were even showing interest because, again, I don't know who they would have had to give up to get Damian, but... Probably I'd, Levine. Probably Levine, and at that point, What's, what what have you done How much? Yourself? Not that much difference. And I don't think Portland would have made that move. No, I don't think so either. Um, but yeah, their top three players are all non-defenders. Yeah. I just I don't like the makeup of that team. No. I think they should blow it up at the deadline, but I don't, I don't think, think they, they will. will. Just like a repeat of last year. Yeah. At 10, I have the Orlando Magic, and I'm really high on this team's future. Yes. I think they're one of the deepest young cores in the league. Obviously, they have Paolo Bancaro. Franz Wagner. Franz Wagner, both dogs. I see them both averaging at least 20 this year, and I see them breaking 40 for the first time in a few years. Um, I yeah, they're a deep team, and I like Markel Fultz. Mm-hmm. He was one of those guys, like we were talking about Marvin Bagley or Ben Simmons. He was one of those guys that was he was on the wrong end of being a young player, mm-hmm. and he turned it around. and He's, he's a really serviceable he's point shown guard his now. Value. Now I yes. think he's just finally realized what he's in the NBA. He's for. shown yep. his value, yeah, and uh, he's taken a role. Yep, but yeah, I mean they have like solid guards too. Um, Anthony. Oh, uh, Anthony Black. 
Or yeah. You know, the guy with the big fro. Yeah, that was yeah, their draft that's, pick. That this was year, their right? draft yeah. pick this year. Arkansas, I think he was. Yeah. And then yeah, he, was, he he looks good. I think then, he might be good. Cole Anthony too, right? Yeah, Cole Anthony yeah, yeah, as well. Thinking of. Like I and They've Jonathan Isaac, loaded like loaded with guards, like I, loaded with guards. I want Jonathan Isaac to succeed. He came back last year and I don't know, didn't really show us much, but I think he has the chance to be a good wing depth player in this league. No, I think I think they're very guard heavy, but I don't know. It'll be interesting. I don't know if Anthony Black will get the 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 floor time, mm-hmm. but. He's got some upside. He was good in March Madness mm-hmm. last year. He's very athletic. He's 18, too. So he's That's got crazy. he's got three years before he's going to be the Markel Fultz or Marvin Bagley stage. He's got, so. the, he's got the Jason Tatum. He's only 19, but he is actually uh, only 18. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how – I mean, they're all young. There's I, not one yeah. old player. Wendell Carter. Wendell Carter I, Jr. is like one of the vets on that team. Yeah, I know. I just feel like that's one spot where they're lacking, if there was a spot, would be interior – presence yeah i don't find when the carter to be a great starting center in the nba but they got Manu, uh bull bull too do they not or no, no? he's on the suns suns oh right yeah sorry never mind You're but good. um yeah that's one spot i think if they were to trade for anything it would be a center but i don't know who they have the reigning nba dunk contest champion on their team that's clearly very high praise now. Everyone yes. values the dunk contest a yes. lot. Uh, I'll move on, though. This is a pick that I think people will not agree with. I think once you get to like the middle, you're kind of getting down to it in terms of where teams go. Wait till I get to the West. It's a, it's a jungle. Well, the West is just terrible. Well, it's just awful. It's a jungle. But yeah. at number nine in the East, I have the Miami Heat. And I think I have some merit behind this pick because... Last season, yes, they made it to the finals, which they were an amazing playoff team, but they were a seven seed in the regular season mm-hmm. last year. And they had a horrible off season. They lost probably their best shooter in Max Struess, their starting point guard in Gabe Vincent in the playoffs. And they didn't get Dame. That was their big move they were banking on all, year, all summer. They were getting Dame, and they were going to be the best team in the East. They didn't get Dame, and they lost two of their better players. Hmm. And they're getting older. Yes, Jimmy Butler is a dog. I don't think he won't be a dog this year. I like Bam, but he tends to not show up. He doesn't show up much. I'm not a, I'm not a Bam guy. I like Bam, but he is inconsistent. So inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the year. Uh, some tears coming, but this is the year Lowry is officially not a starter. Yeah. Starting material point Who guard in this league. Who starts over him, though? Now. That's the thing Caleb is Martin, maybe? Caleb Martin, yeah, I don't... I don't know. I think it's going to be Kyle Lowry because they got no other options. Who was their draft pick? It was the Triple J guy, wasn't it? Jaime Hawkins. Jaime Hawkins? Dog. I think Dog. this... Honestly, honestly, this might be a wild take. I think he's going to be in the running for the rookie of the year this year. Nope. He's not going to win it. I he's not gonna win it. He's like, not gonna win it. What is what is the running count as? Top three. Top, top three. Top, I wouldn't put him top three. I wouldn't either. Because he's gonna he top five. Because he's gonna the top two are gonna Chet, be Victor and Chet. Wemby. Does Chet count as a rookie? Yes. Yes. Because okay. he hasn't played yet. Ben Simmons situation. Yeah. Right. So I don't. I just. And so then, you think it's Chet, Wemby, and then who's third? There's. I'd say either of the uh, like. Amen. Cam Whitmore could be a sleeper. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm on. Thompson. Again, Thompson. I just. Yeah. Not as good of a sitch for those guys. No, really that's true. Really young team. 
Dude, but he has been balling. Jaime Hawkins has been balling in the regular season. And as much as this might, some people might think this is not a good thing. He's already like twenty three, so he's played basketball for a lot longer than those guys have. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that's a sleeper for me. That that, that, okay, I, that's again, a sleeper. Victor Wembanyama is the best player we've seen in a very long time. But there's not going to be any, unless he snaps his leg, knock on wood, snaps his leg in the first game of the season. There is no reason why he should not win it, unless he turns out to not know how to use his hands and forget how to play basketball. Which we I honestly seen. forgot that Chet Holmgren is still edg- eligible. So I say as long again injury wise, as long as nothing happens to him, he's a clear second. But I think that third spot can go to anybody. That's fair. Yeah. There's some there's some guys in this draft though. Like I mean, yeah, the, the, the Thompson plus. brothers, sure. Scoot. Scoot. Scoot Brandon true. Miller. I don't like Brandon Miller could be good, but I I don't like his situation. Yeah, no. don't like his situation. I just feel like Jaime Hawkins is in such a good situation. The thing is, is all the guys that you think are in bad situations are going to get more minutes than the guys that are in good spots. Although Jaime Hawkins was starting all preseason. But, yeah, but, but they always start their starting lineups. Usually. Yeah, that's true. But I Basketball mean also, is one of the ones where they seem to play a lot of their starters. The for a lot starters of are out there. And he was. I watched the end of the Miami game last night. In the last five minutes, it was a close game. Or the other night, close game. Played the whole rest of the, the final. Again, I could be way off. But I was also a fan of him in college, and I found him a very good multi, what do we call it, multi-level scorer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also a very good defender because okay. he's a little bit more athletic than he looks. He's a big guy. I don't know. I just, I, again, I could be totally off, and I, I don't necessarily care if he doesn't get it, but I, it was just like a, a throw out there that he could be in the running for rookie of the year. But you are right. It is a bit of a loaded draft class this year, so it'll be interesting. But um, – I think he's more fine-tuned than a lot of the rookies this year. And those, like, four, I don't know how many years he was at college, but those, like, multi Five, I think. Five? Okay, yeah. I think he went uh, at least four. Okay. Those so, guys that stay in college forever, they're always solid. Like, I think of uh, Cam. <laughs> Are you thinking of the guy in the <laughs> Shoot. Draft? No, uh, on the Nets, Cam, Cam, Johnson. Cam Johnson. He was a four-year player. Yeah, see, like, people like that, right are, they come into the NBA, and they're uh, they're more polished right mm-hmm. out of the get-go. Yeah. The other thing I will say is that the Heat tend to just develop players really well. Unre- like, That's true. very, very good. Um, and they got, like... They just have a good coaching staff. I don't want to. I don't want to like derail this, but I feel like we should probably keep moving yes, through the rankings. Yes, we could be say here we're gonna all be here for day, three yeah. years. So, anyways, that's all for that. At number nine, Miami Heat. At number eight, I have the Toronto Raptors. Ooh. I think they had a subpar off season. They let Fred walk for yeah. free and replaced him with Dennis Schroeder. They yeah. Uh, I like them re-signing Jakob Pertl because yeah. he's a good player. Him, yeah, you, you traded for him. Uh, Pick for him. You can't yeah. not re-sign him. He wants to be there, too, I think. Yeah, and I don't know. He has good chemistry with a lot of these guys, mm-hmm. too. But they did not fix their shooting problem, which has been their problem for the last couple of years. It seems as though they're still rolling with Project 6-9, the forward-heavy lineups. Um, but drafted Grady Dick, maybe he'll help that. he should be a big addition. 40% three-point shooter in, in college, which is I, a, f- a very rare. Phenomenal draft pick there. And I, as a rookie, as a freshman. Yeah. They're still going to be insane on defense yep. because that's what they bank on. And I'm excited to see what Darko Royakovich does. 
for this team coming in as a new head I coach. I know very little to nothing about that guy, so um, I know he's not English. That's about <laughs> as far as my – I haven't watched really much of the preseason to watch a lot of their schemes and stuff. So I think it's like a like vintage Spurs type style, which is perfect. It, like all the like guys passing, on the, that play on the starting the lineup can handle the ball for the most part mm-hmm. and can pass the ball at least semi sufficiently. And they're capable playmakers. <laughs> yes, I was going to say that's the thing with the Raptors is they're always they're all capable playmakers. They can all pass the ball, but then they pass the ball to someone that can also pass and can't shoot. Yes, so <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it doesn't work. Hopefully, but Gary if, Trent Jr. Yes, he needs to have a leap. Come back alive. Yeah, um, I don't know. He had a disappointing season. Here's here's what I'll say. They needed they to me are not as bad as poorly off as the Bulls are, but they did the same thing the Bulls did, where they needed to commit to a direction, whether that was blowing it up and tanking or making some sort of trade to try and get better. Because um, at the moment their roster is pretty similar, and I guess maybe their big change was firing Nick Nurse as coach and bringing in, but. I don't know if I agree with that move. Yeah. It, it kind of gives me vibes not as bad as Dwayne Casey, Dwayne Casey after winning, but I don't think it was his fault. No, but I no. also think at a certain point you do need a. You need I guess a if you're going to miss the, the playoffs or like do poorly in the playoffs after two years, and there's all enough. these reports about like drama in the locker room and yeah, that's true. a lot of talk. That's Although I feel bad for Nick Nurse because he went to a team that I don't think he really likes. Billy, yeah. Deep yeah. in the back of his head, he always had a lot of conflict, and the Raptors are quite bitter rivals with Philly nowadays. And he said his things that he said about Embiid, and he said his things that he said about the organization, and now he's got to coach them. So I'm sure he's happy to coach an MVP. Oh, clearly. oh, oh, sure. I'm not saying that he's, we'll he's get into that. quitting, but uh, um, I don't know. It's an interesting Tricky move. situation. We'll mm-hmm. see. Raptors at the eighth seed. At the seven seed, I have the Atlanta Hawks. I think this team will go as far as Trey Young takes them. But they do have a solid team from head to toe. Although, I will say they kind of fit in that list with the Bulls and the Raptors. What did they move? They got rid of John, John Collins, Collins, which is tough. I think John Collins is good. They have yeah. Onyeka as their main center now. Is he starting over Clint Capella? I thought there was something going to happen. I thought they are both going to play. Oh, maybe, yeah. Dual big man. Um, Again, I don't know because who did they get for who did they get for John Collins? Nothing. I think right? it was just picks. I don't know if there was any big. Yeah. Yeah, nothing really. No, no players. But I mean, they do have good players. They have. Oh, it's not. I just think they they didn't make as many jumps either. Yeah, yeah. But I think they have a s- more solid, complete roster mm-hmm. where guys can do specific things, and then other guys can do a wide range of things. I like DeAndre Hunter. I like AJ Griffin. I do like AJ Griffin. I think he's good. I I'm not sold on the Trey Young Dejounte Murray pairing. Oh yeah. Although Dejounte was injured last year for a bit, was he not? Or Trey, one of the two of them wasn't playing for a bit. So I think they haven't had that many games together. Okay. Still, I I don't know. I could easily put this team higher, I think, but I don't see. You could also I'm not easily put them lower. A hundred percent. Like yeah, they're a very weird one. For me, I put them. Ceiling is the three seed, floor is the nine, mm-hmm. which I, I think that. maybe they could go a little lower, but I don't see them being any better than a three seed. Yeah, no. Those that would be quite the The top season. two spots are pretty solid. Yeah. At six, I have the New York Knicks. That's a bar. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> they had a good offseason, re-signing Josh Hart 
as well as signing Dante DiVincenzo, Villanova reunion. Uh, Wildcats are up in New York. <laughs> but they need Randall, Julius Randall, to play like last year and not continue the streak that he's been having of having a good year, playing down, off, yeah. coming back the next year and being an all-star, all-NBA guy and then playing down. He has to keep playing with that intensity. Mm-hmm. I think they're coming off a good season for them too because me yeah. personally I had the Cavs beating them in the playoffs last year yeah. and they yeah. dogged the Cavs and that was a lot of Josh Hart which I think that was a huge re-signing to get I feel like they're a very roller coaster team yeah mm-hmm. they have their moments where they get in a slump they lose a couple games Tibbs kind of turns on them and Tibbs is very old school so he blames everything on the players not anything on what he has been doing, obviously. Um, so as long as they don't have too many of those real bad down periods, then I could see them, yeah, being in six. I think their ceiling is probably only four or yeah. three as well. I don't think they have as high a ceiling as a couple other teams. Yeah, but I would think right around six through nine is probably where they're going to end up. They're a two all-star team, though. I think Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle yeah. are both. Yeah, having the All Star game this mm-hmm. year, yeah. it'll be. I, I think that's a good spot for them. I, yeah. I wouldn't say much higher. No. At number five, I have the Indiana Pacers, and this is this is my Thunder of the East. Yeah, I can. See I that. I'm super high on this team. I want to put them higher, but I can't quite yet. Tyrese Halliburton, I think, flirted with top five point guards in the league last year. I think he'll solidify himself as oh, a top I five point guard. I think in the it's this it, year. he was like. Almost pretty, I'd say almost solidly top five. He led the league in assists. Yeah, he was and he averaged good. twenty points a game while giving good defense. I mean, it's tough to beat. He's the number one guy on this team. Um, but I mean, even even the roster this year, they brought in Bruce Brown. They have a uh, sophomore player Benedict Matherin. Dog, dog. I think he'll Canadian average twenty legend. points a game too. That guy is good. And the addition of Bruce Brown, Bruce I think Brown is huge. Is huge. Yeah, uh, I mean, even just bringing in, they have vets, but bringing in a a winning vet, because you have guys like Miles Turner, who played in the Paul George era where they were getting to like conference finals, and like Buddy Heald, but he he's a vet, but he hasn't won anything. I think Bruce Brown is definitely a culture guy. Um, I could see Obi Toppin. Having coming back impact. and having a I good year this year. I think coaching, again, I think Tibbs is like he's like an old-school hockey coach. He's kind of like the Sutter of yeah. the NBA. If you're playing badly, you're not going to play. And I feel like Toppin had moments last year where he didn't play great, mm-hmm. so he didn't play. Mm-hmm. Like I think when I went and watched him around Christmas, he was in one of his down periods. I think he played four minutes yeah, the, against like, the Raptors. So it's like – but I don't think he's a bad player. I think he's a very good player, and I think he's still got that upside. Yep. But I, he's not a star player. Like, that's not his role. No, I but I think with certain coaching and more minutes, I think he could be a very, very solid three, th- yeah. third guy on your team. I think if he could get a little bit better at defense, he could be a Aaron Gordon type He's player. super athletic, yeah. so it's like, it'll be interesting. Isn't that Obi Toppin, former dunk contest winner? Did he win one? Uh, he did, I think. Uh, I don't know. I know he's in it. I think he was in the one with like John Collins where he hopped over the plane. That was like maybe the worst. It was it was a whack contest. Wasn't he the sure. one? That was the same one with um, Cole Anthony wearing the Tims, right? 
when oh, you dunked with the oh, Timberlands on? Because it was in New York. Oh, yeah. maybe. I don't know. That don't was know. a bad yeah. decision. It was yeah. terrible. Well, it says he won. Which one was that? 2022. Last year's was wasn't last so year. bad. I don't no, think. no, no. That was the year before, yeah. 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 Last year's, I mean, Mac, Mac McClung was big. but Yeah. Yeah. I, I like TJ McConnell on this. I'm a huge TJ McConnell guy. Like, he is like when you're stereotyping a white basketball player, you're thinking of TJ McConnell. Yeah. Crafty. True. He's a locker room Sneaky guy. Sneaky athletic. Yeah. Solid shooter. Yeah. Good defender. <laughs> Indiana Pacers at five. At number four, I have the Philadelphia 76ers. They're going through, like we talked about, a lot of drama right now. But this is a team with the reigning MVP and a coach that has been coach of the year and has been a finals champion. I think that gives you a super high ceiling. Yeah. And... I think Philly will be the four seed. They need to figure out this Harden situation. Either get rid of him or whatever. Make him satisfied in his role or trade him and get some assets for him because without him or assets, this team is not as good as it could be. Who knows? Maybe new Skechers athlete Joel Embiid will come out there and just torch the league. That's horrible. You never know. Is Doc out of a job now? Or he can go somewhere. He's he's an analyst for ESPN now, I think. Interesting. They fired Jeff Van Gundy and um Oh right. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. They fired them? Yeah. They let them go in yeah, that they cleared big, out a bunch like of Disney people. clearing. But they brought in Doc Rivers, who has the voice of a <laughs> angel that's made of gravel. <laughs> um He actually has a condition will. Does he? Okay. Armchair athletes canceled, <laughs> taken off the air. The I don't know. I think he actually might, but I don't know. Addicted to cigarettes. Yeah. I don't know. I think he can still be a coach in the NBA. Much as he hasn't had as much success recently. But He's a good regular season coach. I would I would I would love Did him as an assistant for the Raptors. Uh, yeah. I don't want anybody from Philly on my team yeah, personally. Yeah, true. I don't even I don't care at all. Um I don't He's a good basketball mind. He was a coach yeah. for Boston too. He but. I has he not scapegoated a bunch of different? <laughs> um, has he not scapegoated like a bunch of different players after they lose in the postseason? Is that not Doc Rivers? Because he always he blows the big leads, yeah. And then, and it's happened continuously. And then I think it is him that has, and maybe I'm saying he this has a bit. bunch of three-one losses. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, so we don't want a loser on the no. Toronto Raptors. Getting back to Philly though, I don't think they're deep enough. Nope. And I think they're too old, which is the worst combination of you have things. Harden on one hamstring and Joel Embiid, who's out for 40 games a season, pretty yeah. much guaranteed. So, as as much as it pains this me to say it, I really like Tyrese Maxey. Yep. I think he's such a good scorer, and he's one of the most underrated players in the league. I, I think would so. Say. He's very overlooked, but I I don't like this roster. No, I just don't like them. No. But that's okay. I still think their floor is the four seed. Yeah. At three, I have the Cleveland Cavaliers. Last year, they had a overshadowed 51-win season. Mm-hmm. They got bounced in the first round by the Knicks. But I think this team is so good-looking. I mean, yeah. this is a potential four all-star team i would say three but i mean if you have a high seed i think Jarrett allen could yeah, get could in sneak in there 
but I mean Evan Mobley, you have Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell, Darius Garland. Yeah. That's such a good combination. I think the biggest thing for them is going to be that uh, backcourt defense with Mitchell and Garland. But er, I'm, front we, court, sorry. We saw it last year, though. Like I don't know. Yeah. It, it is it is front court. Yeah, no front court. Or is Jared front, Allen. Yeah, right, I was right, right, just right, I got right. it mixed up. I was getting yeah. it mixed up in my head. But <laughs> no, yeah, okay. it is the it is the yeah, uh, I, the two guards there. And I think they're gonna be fine. I think I think they could be, and I think honestly have, with sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say with Evan Mobley and um, Jared Allen in the paint, kind of evens out a little bit. It still evens out a lot. They yeah. they were first last year. Yeah, with the same same roster, but they brought in Max Struess, who I think was yes. a huge signing. I think that's a good small forward ad. And yep. then they have Karis LeVert off the bench. Karis LeVert, another good, good shooter. They lost uh, Ricky Rubio for no. mental health reasons. He was he, a he solid really point good. guard. He's a yes. good floor They lost Chetty Osman, I saw that too. Yeah. Ooh, Cleveland legend. But um, that's about it, really. I mean, they still have Kevin Love. They got the other Mobley. Isaiah. Wait, do they have Kevin Love? Yeah, his brother. Yeah, they. Oh no, sorry, sorry, sorry. They don't have Kevin. Love. I was gonna he's say Miami now. he's on. Yeah. He's on Miami for the first time ever. It's weird having a team where Kevin They have NBA champion Tristan Thompson. Oh, true. That's Canadian a huge legend right there. Um, but I like this team. Yeah, they look good. I think they have one of the better starting lineups in the league. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And yeah, they just had a good off season. At number two, I have the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I think they improved that guard, bringing in Drew Holiday. I'm not quite sure about the Kristaps Porzingis trade. He's looked pretty good in the preseason. He so looks far. good, but I just don't trust his health. Healthy, yeah. Which I mean, it's hard. It's tough to like bank everything on health, but you kind of have to. And I don't trust Kristaps it's, Porzingis. It's like I'd say that's the biggest thing in the postseason is just staying healthy. Staying healthy, hundred percent. We've seen that time after time. Yes, and yeah, like you said, I don't know if I trust Porzingis to stay. Stay healthy. Tingus Pingus. I honestly think the Boston Celtics need to win an NBA championship in the next three years. Oh, yeah. Their windows are getting getting very tight. They, every year since Tatum is basically probably Tatum's second or third year, are supposed to be finals. Not champions. But contenders. And every single year they fall short. They've been on the cusp. They've been. The good thing is that Jason Tatum is only 19 years old. That is true. Yeah. You've got lots of room to develop. <laughs> no, All I'm saying is they've got to win in the next couple of years or it's not good. Well, yeah. And like, you just signed Jalen Brown, Brown to I was the gonna biggest ask. NBA contract of all time. These guys are getting older, too. Al Horford, yeah, he's a true. good player, but he so I'm is saying, like, getting you're keeping older. Keeping the team basically the same, adding Porzingis, and people are just getting a year older and a year older. But and that older. Porzingis isn't really a defensive player. No. Not no. like that. Not at all. Not like Grant Williams is. No, that was another or, loss. Yeah, or Robert I Williams. Think, yeah. yeah, and and Robert Williams, and Robert Williams, and Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, Drew Holiday is better than Marcus Smart. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. But oh yeah. Marcus Smart is a locker room guy. I was think I was gonna say they traded offense for defense this year. Yeah. This offseason, and they I, lost a lot of defense. And as much as they they gained offense. You don't want to be an NBA team that's got to beat you, beat another team by just straight up scoring. No. What do you mean the Phoenix Suns are going to do that this year? <laughs> it'll, it'll, we'll have to see. But <laughs> last, well, I mean, last year Boston was third in defense, second on offense. Um, I just it, feel like they lost three of their best defenders. I think so too. <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm not sold on. I, I think Robert Williams was one of the better. 
defensive when he was on centers. the floor. When yeah. he's on the floor, that's the thing he doesn't play either. But so ah, <laughs> you're taking an injury prone defensive center for an injury prone offensive center. Mm-hmm. So and maybe what they need. But is I think their offense wasn't their problem last year. That's what I'm trying. to Yeah, know. yeah. But once they got to the playoffs, it kind of was. They were very streaky in the playoffs mm-hmm. for shooting. Mm-hmm. So maybe Porzingis. But has that, just that that just ends up happening. Another I think, layer. Right? Yeah, they kind of just got into like Jason Tatum iso ball. Jason Tatum, please go score for us. Please, please, please. And then that didn't work. And then we're going to sign the guy that didn't score very much in the playoffs or to he, the biggest contract. He's about as good as dribbling with his left hand as I am, which isn't really. Although Boston was a Jason Tatum ankle sprain away. That is true. From the NBA Finals. And a very, very good Miami shooting series. Yeah, true. Like, absurdly good. Like, anomaly good. Mm. So, yeah, we'll yeah see. maybe. We'll see what happens. But, <laughs> yep. At number one, big surprise to everybody, the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, this could be the best one-two punch in the league. Giannis Antetokounmpo and Damian Lillard. I think there's a safe bet that it will be. Yeah. They're beating out my glorious king and Anthony Davis in Los Angeles? Speaking I can't of believe be- this. Speaking of being on the court. <laughs> we'll get there. I can't believe this. This is the best one-two punch in the league. I wouldn't okay. disagree with you. They uh, Hands down, no argument. They switched Drew Holiday's stellar defense for Damian Lillard's next-level offense. Yep. I would and say above stellar offense. Yeah, and I think you can survive with that because you have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes. And Brooke Lopez yes. in the front court, which is maybe the best defensive front court in the league. It's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Again, another team. I mean, they have one, but I think your days are numbered. With oh them. yeah, we said Brooke this. Lopez is like what thirty-seven. He's, he's not. He's, he's not young. up there. This so is, you're I gonna have to find someone new. The Bucks are the oldest team in the league, are they not? Average oh, yeah. age-wise, yeah. I believe so. So yeah, but listen, if your window's closing, you go out there and you make that move for Dame. That's what you have to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't think there's an issue with that. I don't have any problems with it. I mean, Giannis is what, 27? 26? He's almost, I think he's maybe older than that. He's been in the league for a while. Although he's still got another 10 years on him. He's like a LeBron built oh, body. Yeah. 28. Right? Yeah. Like, he plays till 38, I would, I would hope. Yeah. Whether that's going to all be with Milwaukee is up the for debate. But Damian Lillard's only, what, 31? Yeah, I think he's just yeah. over 30. So, again, that's another seven years as well. Bringing in Damian Lillard sure extends Giannis's time 33, in Milwaukee. Dame is 33. Okay, so five years, we'll say. Mm-hmm. That's still pretty good. You got five decent years, hopefully. I'd say, I'd say of, like, high-tier play from Damian Lillard, I'd say you have a, definitely a few. I think once you're pushing 40, you're... Oh, yeah. LeBron, and that's kind of it for that level of production. I don't think, although Dame last year had, like, the best shooting season of his career. Again, and he gets overlooked because he plays for a team that's struggling. Yeah. So I think now that he's going to be on primetime TV with Giannis, he doesn't have the whole weight on his shoulders. He can just kind of walk out there and just. I think a very underrated part of this deal is uh, moving Chris Middleton to the third. Best player, yeah. On this third team. scoring option. I yes. think he's gonna thrive as the third best. I, I never thought he was the second best. And player. that was that was kind of their issue is that they had Giannis, and then after that it was kind of like when Middleton went out, it was Drew Holiday, and then kind of like they just didn't have anybody else out there to score. Bobby Portis, yeah, Bobby Portis, <laughs> Bobby Portis time. Um, but yeah, I mean, you take, I'd say, top five and a top ten player in Giannis and Dame, and put them on the same team. It's a recipe to win. It's really that simple. So my complete rankings are at one, Milwaukee Bucks, two, Boston Celtics, three, Cleveland Cavaliers, 
four Philadelphia 76ers, five Indiana Pacers, six New York Knicks, bar, seven Atlanta Hawks, eight Toronto Raptors, nine Miami Heat, 10 Orlando Magic, 11 Chicago Bulls, 12 Brooklyn Nets, 13 Detroit Pistons, and 14 Charlotte Hornets, and 15 Washington Wizards. I think we should interject less maybe on the next set of standings. I yes. say yes. I say what happens, day. you say the whole thing, we talk about then it. Then we talk. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like it. I'll get into my west here from 15 to 1. In the Western Conference of the NBA at number 15, I have the Houston Rockets. I think they're still a year or two away from being good, but they do have high upside with young players like Jalen Green, Alpern Shangoon, Almond Thompson, Jabari Smith, Cam Whitmore, Tari Eason. They the got last four draft rounds of drafts. They've got the top five picks. They got a lot of young guys. But they have had a locker room issue in the past couple of years, whether it's guys not really being team players, guys having off-court issues. I think that problem has been solved or at least helped bringing in Fred Van Vliet and even if you don't like him I think Dylan Brooks is a fine addition as Mm -hmm. well because he might be a menace to society but he does bring a team together and we saw that last year with the Memphis Grizzlies but again if his team sucks he can't really talk much yeah so maybe it'll shut him up this year exactly but Fred Van Vliet is a good signing so is Dylan Brooks and I know a lot of people are like oh that's a lot of lot of money to give to Fred Van Vliet. They have the money to give out. You have so. to spend it either way. So it's either you spend yes. it on a guy or you let it vanish into thin air. You might as well if you can. Yeah. At 14, I have the San Antonio Spurs. Victor Wembanyama is the big name on this team, obviously, and I'm super excited to see him develop under Greg Popovich. But this is not a winning team yet. Well, I don't mean to interrupt you. Bryce Harper just scored on a wild pitch, bottom or top 7. One nothing Philadelphia Phillies. Game alert. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I'm excited to see Wemby develop with Pop. And I think they have a couple good guys around Wemby, like Kelton Johnson, Devin Vassell, Jeremy Sohan. I'm excited to see this team. At 13, I have the Utah Jazz, who had a surprisingly good season last year under the most improved player, Laurie Markkinen. They've got a bright, young defender in Walker Kessler, and they're hoping to hit with their draft pick this year. I think Dante Walker George. Kessler is low-key a dog. Oh, he I is a dog. Like he do is like a dog. Um, and Laurie Markkinen. Do you guys remember John Collins? Yeah. yeah He's on a this solid team. edition, too. They, they've got a good front court. They oh, do. Yeah. For a team that's, would you put them at 13? 13. They've got, I don't want to sound too stupid here. Uh, I think they might have a top 10 front court in the league. Yeah, that's not. I, I don't think that's it, absurd. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say top five, and then I was like, mm, I'll top, say top one 10. front court. <laughs> I just think like marketing all star John Collins, n- close every year, and a very good defensive. He's player. fell off the last few years, yeah. but that might just because of opportunity. Yeah, I think now he doesn't. He's, he's gonna be the one of those good cleanup guys, mm-hmm. and I think Walker Kessler low key could be an all star. Walker Kessler is a Rudy Gobert. He's gonna. It's gonna. A Rudy be Gobert, but better. Yeah, yeah. I'm a. I am not a Rudy Gobert guy at all. Me but neither. I think Walker Kessler is Utah's new Rudy Gobert. Although I think he's just got more offensive upside than Rudy yeah, Gobert has. Yeah, and way better perimeter defending. Anyways, we, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I think they need a real point guard because, yeah. uh, well, Keontae George is supposed to be a scoring guard, 
Colin I haven't really Sexton. heard much of him. Yeah, I I looked at his scouting report. He's a defender and a scoring guard. Colin Sexton, same thing. And then Jordan Clarkson is a scoring guard. I really like Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. At 12, I have the New Orleans Pelicans. Only because of health, I think mm-hmm. this team has a super high ceiling. If they are all healthy, this team could be a four seed, maybe a three seed. One of those defensive stud teams. When you watch them play, they're quite a good defensive team. Obviously, Although they're missing Trey Murphy this year for 10 weeks, mm-hmm. which is a big loss. I think a lot of it was Drew Holiday as well back in the day. But I think they have a lot of very good defensive players still. Yeah. They have a solid roster. They have I a just, solid I roster. I pray for a Zion health season. Me I too. hope he's healthy. Just give me 60 games he of Zion. C- just c- he looks so good when he plays. I know. He's he looks looking fit. Incredible. He looks, he's looking fit this year. He looks not fat. He looks chiseled. He looks like he's ready to play. He was saying on a podcast I saw he wants to play in New Orleans. Like, he's... In the best attitude, I think, or best mindset that he's been in, probably since he's been in the league. Yep. And I think, not to be too negative, but I think he has another bad injury, and it's all to his head. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it before. I am a huge fan of Zion Williams. I, he's so good. I, I, I don't want to interrupt too much here and sound like a downer. Um, we do have a first year, so at six. We gotta have the show wrapped up. Okay. By oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay, I'll, keep, okay, I'll keep moving. I'm not yeah. saying one more thing. Okay. I, okay. I know. I was just trying to be quiet this whole time. <laughs> okay. To finish sorry. off, I'm the, really sorry. No, that's no, that makes good. Sense. No, that's we might as well yeah. give them optimal time to yeah. get themselves. Yeah. To finish my New Orleans Pelicans rant, I think they are. The West is too competitive to not be at full strength or to get full strength reps for half of the year. I think if you have a bad month or two, that could be the end of your season. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Number 11, I have the Portland Trailblazers. This is a new era in Portland. Damian Lillard is gone. Scoot is the guy now. And I think they made terrific moves this offseason. Obviously, you lose your best player, best player in franchise history, arguably. I don't even know if it's arguable. Bill Walton, maybe. Yeah, Clyde, Clyde Drexler. Drexler. He just wasn't healthy for. I would enough. say Clyde Drexler would be your only real argument. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I really like what they did this off season. I mean, they brought in some guys. Obviously, drafted Scoot, re-signed Jeremy Grant. Which who knows if he'll stay or if they'll in- use him as a trade guy, piece. Though. That's true. Taylor, you're talking a whole lot here, man. <laughs> Sorry, you're yapping <laughs> it up over there. Taylor. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um. <laughs> But, I mean, they brought in Malcolm Brogdon, who I could see them trading still. Yep. Um, but they have Anthony, Sinan- Anthony Simons. Dog. dog. That guy is a yeah. dog. I, I wa- love Anthony I wanted Simons. the Raptors to sign. Oh, for him, I would, I would give up a good, yep. good haul for Anthony Simons. And I like them bringing in DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. He's still, he's still a good player Robert in this Williams, league. No? Yeah, and yeah. Robert Williams. Like that's a great one-two punch front court, dude. I there's no reason for this team to not be successful in two or three years. That's a great front court. Yeah, at ten, I have the L.A. Clippers, and from ten on up, it gets so oh, it's tough messy. in the West. Yeah. At ten, I have the L.A. Clippers. They're held back by health, as they have been forever. Mm-hmm. Kawhi and Paul George. 
out of 345 possible games together, they have played 118. I was gonna guess. I was gonna throw a guess up at 120. Yeah. Like I think the only chance they ever ever have to do like be successful in the playoffs, they both need to play a minimum of 70 games mm-hmm. at the same time. Yep. Not not Inclu- in total. <laughs> 70 games each. I would I would include playoffs in that because with this new. So you think if rule. they do do well, they're only going to play 50 games in the regular season? Yeah. I think they need to play at least 60 in the regular season. S- I, yeah, 60 is a good number. But it, it can't be another 40 game no. where uh, I've got like kind of a hip injury, so I'm just going to sit. Like it, there's nothing makes – we're going to get on such a rant if I talk about yeah. this. <laughs> Move on. This is a different team without these two players, and they've been without these two players a lot. And recently. I feel bad for Russell Westbrook if he's got to play a lot of the season by yep. himself. Because his role is going to get destroyed once they come back. Well, I have to interject again. Yep. Bottom seven. Blue Jays legend Lourdes Gurriel Jr. doubles down the left field line. Uh, Alec, Alec Thomas scores from first. It is tied 1-1. Phillies Diamondbacks. Game break. Game break. <laughs> <coughs> um, the Clippers made no significant moves this summer. They are banking on Kawhi and Paul George to be healthy, which it's not a great I don't think it's even just healthy. I think it's committed. Yeah, true. There's so much commitment issues, I find, since Kawhi's been in San Antonio. Yep. I just feel like he, he's just not committed. He's just not – he's he just, just he whatever. Care. He's there to collect his paycheck yep. and go home. Collect championship Until, on the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Until the playoffs. Yeah. But, again, he didn't play in the playoffs last year. We're ragging on this team to go to the other end of it. If they're healthy, oh. easily, can, easily championship contender. I would say top five comfortably, but top three – if they all yeah. if they yeah. play eighty two, top three. If they play every game, make the playoffs, I think there's no reason for them not to win. Mm-hmm. They have three veteran MVP caliber players. Yeah. With moving on, moving on. <laughs> yeah. At number nine, I have the Dallas Mavericks. And I know Clayton's a Dallas Mavericks fan. Yeah. So I don't want to destroy your hopes. This is still a play in team. I'll they, be I'll be real quick here. We don't have defense, so I don't blame you. Grant Williams yeah. helps. Yeah. Yep. But, yes, we're going to see a full season of Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, that is true. They didn't show me enough last year nope. to be any higher than nine, which that might be because they wanted to tank and get a better pick, but they didn't really commit to it. I Who did s- they even pick? Jalen Hardy? They traded. They, they had, like, two trades, I think. But uh, I don't know who they picked. Anyways. I think it was a big man. Um, they improved their defense getting Grant Williams. Love that signing. I think that's huge for them. And they have they don't have any questions in their offense other than just how Luka and Kyrie can share the ball together. But I don't ah, – this team, like I said, it's tough from 10 up. I think this team could easily be higher. But I think they could be a – a failed super team if we see them as a super team. At number eight, I have the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, obviously, John Morant is out for 25 games, but in the last two years, we've seen this team is more than capable of playing at a 500 level is without him. Is it for him. suspension or? Suspension. Yeah. 25 games. They've played better without him in the lineup than they've played with him in the lineup. They seriously <laughs> have. The they seriously have. But... 
me saying seriously has started Siri on my laptop. <laughs> um, I think Marcus Smart is a home run move yeah, for this a good team because he, he is back. gonna yeah he's gonna be the perfect player to fill Jaw's role. Maybe not his role, but be the starting the, point guard on this team. The Grizzlies are also very gritty, and that is the definition of grit is Marcus yeah. Smart. Yeah. Um, and he's only going to make this defense better, which they have the reigning defensive player of the year. Dog. Jaron Jackson Jr., he's a dog. And I think Desmond Bain, is mm-hmm. he's going to be the guy while Jaw is out. I could see him averaging 23 plus i honestly this i'm never i'm it's gonna be another one we'll get to it we'll get okay. to it you Next gotta week, remember i gotta remember keep it on your mind <laughs> i can Write see them yeah i could see them having the best defense in the league at number seven i have the oklahoma city thunder and we talked about these guys i am so high on this team i think if not this year they're gonna be great next year um they won over the hearts of nba fans last year whether it was shea gilgis alexander being top three point guard in the league mm-hmm. 30 point per game score mvp candidate uh josh giddy's a great player jalen williams was a rookie of the year candidate yep. other jalen williams is a solid <laughs> player and they're bringing in chet holmgren who is a rookie of the year candidate i think this team is so solid i'm excited to see what they do yes um, and they brought in a rookie, Kaysen Wallace, who is projected to be a 3 and D guy, and that'll just be exactly what this team needs, um, especially with Chet Holmgren, Holmgren being the center clogging up the paint. At number six, I have the Sacramento Kings, who are coming off their best season in 17 years. <laughs> Pretty much in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Um, best offense in the league last year. They have two all-NBA-level players in Fox and Sabonis, as well as some great pieces around them. Malik Monk, Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray is a dog. Such a lights-out shooter. And I I don't see them losing their flow from last year. I think, yeah, they were the three-seed last year. I could see that slipping, but only because the West is so competitive Mm -hmm. this year. At five, I have the Golden State Warriors. And a lot of people are higher on this team than I am. Age. I don't see it. Say for that. Steph Curry immediately makes any team a playoff team. Mm -hmm. So I think they don't go any lower than seven. But I think it's starting to get to that point where their age is catching up. Yeah. Oh yeah. They don't have a lot of super good. Although they did draft Trace Jackson Davis, who I think was a steal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's. I don't think he's gonna. He's not gonna be in the in the conversation. I don't think for anything spectacular. But. We were talking about Jaime Hawkins being a four-year guy. Yeah. Trace Jackson Davis is a four-year guy. So, And that's the kind of player this team needs. I mean, I'm sure they're going to look f- for a lot out of Moses Moody Kaminga. and Jonathan Kaminga, which they've been in the league a couple years. It's time for them to start. Mm-hmm. I think Kaminga is going to be great. I think Moses Moody, I don't know. Different he has not, con- not convinced me yet. No. But they brought in Chris Paul, shipped out Jordan Poole. I the reason I'm not as high on this team as other people are, I don't know how this is gonna work with Chris Paul. Me neither. They've been fine in the preseason, but this is a team that was second in pace last year. Chris Paul is not a high pace player. Chris <laughs> Paul not is anymore, a, at least is a dribble it out, find an open man, which that could work great because this team is 
excellent at getting open. I, I was going to say, I think it, honestly, there's a lot of people that are up in the arms with the whole Chris Paul thing. He is probably, in our lifetime, top three playmakers in NBA history, Easily. I would think. Easily. If not first, um, for for pass first point guards. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Steph Curry is probably top three, if not number one, at off ball movement. Oh, yeah. Easily. It is absolutely insane when you watch him. And I like, sometimes I watch possessions where I just watch him. With having the best pass first point guard on your team and the best off ball movement three point shooter of all time on your team, the, I think it will complement just fine. I'm excited to see Steph at two. The thing is, that defense, man, Steph Curry and Chris Paul, that is god awful. Draymond Green is a perennial defensive defensive yeah. first teamer. Kevon Looney is solid yeah. defensive first. Andrew Wiggins second is teamer. long enough and athletic enough I think to be serviceable. He he and he took a huge leap last oh, year. Oh yeah. Yep. He used to be not that used to be his his flaw was defense. Mm-hmm. And I think Andrew Wiggins last year, I think I saw that his defensive efficiency tripled. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. But where is Clay Thompson in all this? Is he on the bench? No, I he's saw starting still. He's starting, so, and I think they put Andrew Wiggins at power forward, and they put. I saw I so the too. Steve Kerr thing saying that they wanted Clay Thompson to guard fours. Yeah, so he plays and four, and then they put Kevin Looney at five. I love Clay Thompson, but he's, he's not doing that. <laughs> he's he's been hurt by that injury, and I oh, think yeah. he's definitely taking a step down. From I also the think he once though was. that they rely so much on offense that team, especially three point shooting, and Clay Thompson is still the second best three point shooter mm. of all time, maybe. Yeah, he's up there. Could be At least spot up three point shooter, yeah. and again a movement guy. And yep. I think Chris Paul has just got the biggest goggles in the world for for <laughs> for pass first. That again, I'm not a, like I'm not a massive Golden State homer, but I think they just outscore teams to win. Yeah, I don't think defense is what they're looking for. Steve Steve Kerr is an offensive defense uh, offensive coach, mm-hmm. barring any really bad injuries. I think they just outscore people. Yeah, but I have them at five. We'll yeah. see if they do better. I think that's respectable. At four, I have the Minnesota Timberwolves, and I have this team take a huge leap from last year. They were a 42-win team last year with only 23 games of, at the time, their best player, Carl Anthony Towns. I think Ant-Man is their best player now. I was just about to say that. I think it's not Carl Anthony Towns. He's going to take such a big step this year, bigger than he did last year. He was really good for Team U.S. too. Yep. I think he averages 27-plus, maybe flirts with 30. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think if you have a full season with Cat, too, mm-hmm. as your second-best guy, I mean, you still have Rudy Gobert, who is a solid He's still paint, a very good defender. Paint, I still yes, think that was presence. a puzzling move to make. Me but too. It's a bad, it was a bad trade. Me, yeah. too. I, I'm not a – I'm a Rudy Gobert hater. You, yeah, same. <laughs> it was a bad trade, but it's where they're at, and yep. – they're working with work. it. Yeah. I mean, they, they, he hasn't looked that bad. No. And Anthony Edwards is so good. He's unreal. And they made some solid moves this offseason. They re-signed Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who I'm super high on. I like him. Um, they brought in Troy Brown and Shake Milton. who Shake, role, Good role player. Shake is a – yeah, he's a good bench scorer, facilitator guy. And they still have Mike Conley, who despite – continuing to get older does not show it mike conley made his first all-star team last year yeah at 33 or something like that i 33 or 34 for sure so i think i always liked mike conley i thought he was always underrated especially in memphis when they were having not the greatest years he was always one of those guys that's like can't forget mike conley yep 
And I think now that he's playing on a team where he doesn't have to be the number one guy anymore, it's it's a good compliment. He's so good. But I have the Minnesota Timberwolves at four. I think they're going to improve a lot this year. At three, I have the defending champs, Denver Nuggets. They are the defending champs, and they have the best player in the league. I think these top three seeds could all change, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. regardless, I they'll, think it's they'll be the top three. Toss. Yeah. Um, the best player in the league, Nikola Jokic. Um, defending champions, their starting roster is essentially the same, or their starting uh, lineup with Jamal Murray, mm-hmm. KCP, Aaron Gordon, MPJ, and Nikola Jokic. You know where you're talking about duos and Damian Lillard and Giannis? Yeah. Jamal I Murray. I, and I Jokic. think a close two is Jamar is Murray and Jokic. Murray plays like he's the best point guard in the league some games. True. Yeah. I don't have him as high as that. I think health-wise, he had a couple injuries last year mm-hmm. and obviously the really bad one the year yeah. before, but the year before before he got injured, he was the best player in the NBA for that stretch in, in the, the bubble. In the he bubble. was the yeah. best player in the NBA. Bubble Murray stretch. was up there oh. with who was it was it Michael Beasley? No, it was J, uh, TJ Warren. TJ Warren, yes. Yeah. Bubble TJ Warren was another Although level. although Murray sustained that. Yes. And if he never got injured, I think he would have they probably would have made the finals yeah. and they probably would have won MVP in the finals. I'm I'm a big Nuggets guy. I like the Nuggets. But this roster did get worse this year. Yep. Uh they lost Bruce Brown, they lost Jeff Green, two of their bigger role players, yeah. Rotation players of the playoffs last year. Um and they're really just banking on these rookie picks to pan out. Who did they pick? <laughs> they have Christian know. Brown, who's I think is going to have Brown he's going to have a leap this year. Uh, let me let me let me find their rookies this year. All I know, I think I Christian know. Brown is going to definitely take for sure a leap. Yes, yeah, he'll be good. Um, they brought in Justin Holiday, which role player again? Role player. It's kind of like Reggie a, Jackson role player. Yeah, Reggie Jackson, again, like an Ishmith kind of thing yep. situation. I couldn't name you any of these rookies. But Can you list them? Yeah. Um, Colin Gillespie? Colin Gillespie, he's a Villanova. Oh, wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. Villanova. Yeah, 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 four-year guy at Villanova. Jay Huff? I feel like I recognize that name, but not overly. I don't know. Third guy's a tough one to pronounce, or? Well, yeah, a little bit. Okay. I, I've i never heard of these guys. Okay. I've heard of Connor Gillespie. Yeah. Um, I, I also watch a bit more college basketball. Mm-hmm. So, Overall, I think this roster got worse. Mm-hmm. They, Like I said, they still have the best player in the league. I mean, it's arguable, but for me, Nikola Jokic is the best really. player in the league. Yeah. So that still just boosts you so much. And they have... They have a great starting lineup. I mean, their roster got worse on the bench. Their starting lineup is so good. Mm-hmm. At two, I have the Phoenix Suns. Ooh. I okay. was thinking about putting that up, them at one, yeah. but I think they are a completely new team. I mean, this uh, team has to build a connection together. They have to build chemistry. But this is a solid team. I mean... On top of Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, who you had last year, they brought in Bradley Beal, Nikola Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Yuta Watanabe, Keita Bates-Diop, Bull Bull, Eric Gordon, among other guys. I will say, 
they're probably the biggest team for health yes. in probably the entire league. Yes, yeah. because of Kevin Durant. Yep. But having guys like Devin Booker and Bradley Beal who aren't typically injury-prone guys. Not overly. That's huge to have as yeah. a backup. And, I mean, Bradley Beal as a third option. We talked about Chris Middleton thriving as a third option. Bradley Beal is a 30-point-per-game, best-player-on-the-team kind of guy mm-hmm. as the third option. Mm-hmm. I think this team is going to say, okay, Brad, okay, Devin, Kevin, you guys want to go shoot the ball? <laughs> the bar? Brad, Devin, and Kevin. <laughs> bar, uh, you guys are going to go score, and we're going to have some guys play defense around you, and you can kick it out to them if you need. I mean, you got Yuta Watanabe, who what, what did he shoot like 47% from three for a while last Raptors year. legend. Yeah. I obviously would have never worked. But if they could have kept the Bridges or kept the Cam Johnson for oh. the bench, holy smokes, that would have been a team. Obviously, you can't. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. And they had to do what they had to do. Yep. But if they could have kept one of those guys as a role oh, player, yeah. oh, my Lord. Because Bridges is an unreal defender. Yeah. Underrated top 15, I would say, guard defenders, if not even better. Mm-hmm. So that's the one thing that's a little tough is they are lacking defense. But, again, it's kind of like what I said with Golden State. They're going to outscore them and you'll win. Mm-hmm. But I have them at two. I think if they're healthy, they could score 140 points a game. Something like that. Yeah. Something stupid like that. At number one, I have the Los Angeles Lakers. I think they had maybe the most well-rounded offseason mm-hmm. in the league. Obviously, I think Milwaukee had a better offseason getting the biggest star available. Which, again, it was uh, we talked about this earlier. It was kind of a quiet offseason besides mm-hmm. basically Beal and Lillard. Yeah. But, I mean, they re-signed Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Rui Hachimura, their top three role players mm-hmm. last year. Um, they signed Gabe Vincent, yeah. which is a huge That's pickup. A pickup. Torian Prince, Cam Reddish, uh, Jackson Hayes, and Christian Wood. I think Jackson Hayes and Christian Wood will play a big part for oh. helping Anthony because Unfortunately, it's becoming more and more inevitable that Anthony Davis will not play a whole season. Yep. So having people like Christian Wood is a very, very good player. I feel like that may have been a mistake from Dallas to let him go, potentially. Yes and no. He's a good offensive player, but I don't think he's I think he'll fit in the system. Player, top guy. Yeah, I think he'll still fit in the system with the L.A. very, very yeah. well. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. And I think Jackson Hayes didn't get much of a chance in New Orleans, yeah. and I think he's a very, very, very good shot blocker and yeah. very athletic center. And I think if he gets to go under the wing of LeBron, um, most players thrive under that. Yeah. So I think he will be a very good second or third center option, which Christian Wood usually plays power forward. So I think he'll definitely be the backup to Anthony Davis all year. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, he will probably end up getting game time based on either injuries or just unavailability from, from Anthony Davis. So. Which which is the top thing about this team another last year, huge health thing last year they missed 26 games from anthony davis 27 from lebron yeah like they have to if they want to be a one seed legit yeah it's got to be 10 or less i i just i do like the moves that they made to prevent that fall from injury well they just made it way more like if that does happen they have supporting yeah. cast now which is what they always miss they were very top heavy top heavy first starting lineup yeah and they get those injuries, and if 
it happens where both of them are out at the same time, it's tough. Yep. And whereas this this year, I think they made a little bit more of a well-rounded leap. My glorious, my glorious <laughs> king will be carrying the Los Angeles Lakers to the finals and turning Jackson Hayes into a prime Dwight Howard throwing lobs. <laughs> oh, I really hope so. I like him. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. Cam Reddish has been a guy who's gotten moved ne- around. He's been a bit neglected, I would say. Neglected. <laughs> we like to say that he hasn't got opportunities, but, I mean, he's been given new opportunities here and there. I would say New York Knicks is not a place you want to no. go if you're struggling in your mental health. <laughs> no. As a player, I think Tibbs is a tough guy, and if you have one or two bad yep. games, you're toast. Whereas I think Darwin Ham is very good at listening to his players. Yeah. As much as I don't like the Lakers at all, really. My you don't like king. the team led by my glorious <laughs> king. How yeah, dare and you, you guys, you, you guys know my stance on LeBron, and we're not going to get that. He's the best player of all time. Yeah, um, we only have till six, so <laughs> that's just my thoughts. Everybody has their own opinions. I like, uh, I like the moves that they made this year, and I think they're going to be the one seed in the West. Wouldn't shock me. My final rankings at number one, I have the Los Angeles Lakers. At number two, I have the Phoenix Suns. At number three, I have the Denver Nuggets. At four, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Five, Golden State Warriors. Six, Sacramento Kings. Seven, OKC Thunder. Eight, Memphis Grizzlies. Nine, Dallas Mavericks. Ten, Los Angeles Clippers. Eleven, Portland Trailblazers. Twelve, New Orleans Pelicans. Thirteen, Utah Jazz. Fourteen, San Antonio Spurs. And fifteen, the Houston Rockets. Uh, One thing I was going to say... Mm, never mind, I won't say it. Well, I was going to just say it. We'll let it. Don't, nobody comment on this. I think Devin Bain's going to have a better scoring year than John Morant is. Let that settle. Okay. Look on the IG for the hot take graphic. <laughs> uh, I, especially with 25 games, I think Devin Bain is the top five three-point shooter in this league, top 10 maybe. I don't hate that take. I think top five, actually. No, I'm saying it, top five. I don't hate that take. And I think he's a 30-point scorer this year. He was 25, I think, last year. Yeah. Or 23. Uh, Check this, Carol, there. so it, it don't look stupid. Um, uh, I, 21.5 on oh, 40% Lord. from he three. Started 40% out, from three. And he started str- He started struggle. out 25, I think. Yeah, the and then he started to, to, to plateau. I think he's at least 25 this year. And I think John Morant is 23. I think he's not a 30-point scorer this year. Why? He's going to shoot a lot. Yeah. I think he's going to shoot a lot. I just think he's got other things going on in his head that I think he won't play as good as he... I did. mean, it's not that crazy. Job put up 26 last year, so... I think... Okay, put it this way. I think John Morant plays right around from 24 to 26. I think Desmond Dane is 27. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I think it is very possible. If one guy put up 21 the other guy put up 26 last season. I think I th- I just think Desmond Dane takes the biggest like a huge another huge leap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm am g- good there. Okay. We, good we there. ready we to jump it. into NHL? Yeah, we're going to have a full lie through this. Yeah. I, Sorry, Clayton. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to fly. Um So, start off winners and losers. First winner, Ottawa Senators, 3-1 and one start. It's going to be huge in the long run if they could keep this momentum going. If you think back to last year, Ottawa's start was a huge reason why they didn't get into the playoffs. Also on Tuesday, Josh Norris made his return against Washington, put up two goals in a 6-1 win for the Ottawa Senators. Another winner, got Cole Iserman. You, don't, you probably don't know his name, but you will by 
June when it comes to the draft. Had five points in the game on Saturday when the U.S. National Team Development Program, I hope I said that right, beat Boston University and Macklin Celebrini, who's projected to go first overall. Cole Eiserman currently projected to go second overall, but his team won 8-2, had five points. Huge game that could play a factor in who gets their name called first overall in June. And I think it'll come down to the wire between these two guys. If I were to give a quick evaluation between the two, Iserman, they really em- influ- or, uh, really emphasize his shot. He's got he's a goal scorer, whereas Macklin Celebrini, more of an all-around player. Now, the big-time winner for the week, Truman, who's not on the show today, would love this. Mm-hmm. Austin Matthews, back-to-back hat tricks to start the season for the Leafs. Won the Hart tr- Trophy two seasons ago, had that 60-goal season. Didn't have as good of a season last year, but still put up elite numbers, had 84 points in 74 games. And I think at this point, we know he can get 60 goals. I don't think at this point it'd be a surprise if he did it again. Where I want to know is, can he get 70, which hasn't been done since 1993 when Temu Solani and Alex Mogilny each put up 76 that year. Didn't, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't Tamus Lani do it in like his like second year? It was his rookie year. His rookie year, he scored 76 goals? Best rookie year in NHL history. Whoa! Yeah, it wasn't, pretty sure at 132 points was nuts. First loser for today, the Washington Capitals. They kind of look like they're just finished. They're at the end of this run with that core. They're one and two. Had a four nothing loss to Pittsburgh. Got a shootout win against the Flames. But I thought I was watching that game. I thought they got outplayed. Then had that six one loss against Ottawa. Next loser, Timo Meyer, zero points so far through the first three games. Just hasn't been the same since being traded to the Devils' last trade deadline from the Sharks. Had four points in eleven playoff games last season, and. They aren't just the losers, but they're the ultimate losers. The Seattle Kraken, 0-3-1 record. Terrible start so far for them. They have yet to score more than one goal in a game. And if they don't turn it around, they're going to be in trouble. Especially you look in their division, the teams that I think. I think there's three for sure playoff teams that division. You've got Vegas, Edmonton, and L.A. And then I think Calgary is going to be in the mix. Vancouver's looking like they could be a sleeper team. So, yeah. Alrighty, so after we were kicked out of the studio, we're now recording in a different edit suite. So going to continue on with the NHL here after the picks. So Jonathan Quick got a video tribute in Columbus. Pretty funny. Um, was only there for a little bit after being traded there by LA. But honestly, I mean, compared to every other video tribute in the NHL, why not? <laughs> Uh, Aiden Hill, been awesome so far. He's 3-0, and making me look like a genius when everybody else was calling me a madman at the start of the season for thinking he could be a Vesna candidate. Well, he's only allowed a f- total of four goals so far. Has a 4.6 goal saved above expected, 951 save percentage. Golden Knights are 4-0. and They beat the cup favorites, Dallas, on Tuesday, 3-2. to And as well... Alexander Georgiev, speaking of goalies, he's off to a fantastic start for the Avalanche. 5.4 goals saved above expected, 9.58 save percentage. He's also 3-0, just like Aiden Hill. Matthew Phillips had his first career goal for the Capitals against the Flames, which is kind of funny considering he only played two games for the Flames last season, despite killing it in the AHL. Just another mistake by Daryl Sutter. As well, Leon Dreisaitl, he set the record for most power play goals with 128 in Edmonton's 6-1 win over Nashville the other night. Yeah. Alrighty, now to do the picks for the NFL. 
last week. My lock was Chiefs over Broncos. That landed upset. Seahawks over Bengals. That did not. It should have. Defense played great. Geno Smith didn't. That's much as I can say for that game. Game of the week, Patriots-Raiders. Wouldn't really say it was game of the week material. Was a close game, one possession game, four-point game, but not really game of the week. Now, my picks this week, I, my lock got the Bills over Patriots. I think that's pretty obvious. Upset, Chargers over Chiefs. You know what? Why not? Why not? Um, Chiefs just haven't, I don't like, the, obviously it's the Chiefs still, but they just haven't looked the same as much in recent weeks. Now, the Chargers haven't been great either, but division rivals, why not pick the Chargers, I guess. Game of the week, two heavyweights dueling it out, Dolphins-Eagles. Terrell, if you want to go. Yeah. Just slide in here. Uh, Moving all the way from the back to the front. Um, Oh, man, I don't have my Google Doc open. Um, No, I got mine. Um, Last week... Man, I was uh, really not doing too hot last week. Uh, my lock, I had the Niners over the Browns. That was just terrible. I mean, Brock Purdy had his first not good game of the season, I'd say. Really just didn't look solid out there, and the Browns defense did. Shout out to XFL legend P.J. Walker to lead them to the victory in that game. Um, my underdog, I had Texans over Saints, and that one did hit, so that's you know pretty good. My strategy of just seeing whoever the Texans are playing, because for some reason they still get um, mentioned as the underdog. I don't really know why. Um, but yeah, that's my strategy. And my game of the week was, uh, Jaguar versus Colts. And that was kind of not that interesting. Um, this week, my lock, I have Seahawks over Cardinals. Listen, my glorious King Geno Smith will not forsake me again. Uh, I feel like every quarterback really this year has had a bad game. Um, Geno did all the great last week. I hope the offensive line can kind of get it together. Cause that was a big part. He was pressured a lot when he wasn't pressured. He looked very good. Um, so I think they can uh, kind of get back into shape against the Cardinals. Uh, underdog, Bron- there just really weren't that many good picks this week. Uh, I have Broncos over Packers. Russ has looked pretty good. Their defense looked terrible. Maybe A.J. Dillon cooks them. I don't know. Um, game of the week, Dolphins-Eagles. Again, not a lot of great picks this week. So hopefully um, the Eagles defense can match up well against that Miami offense and make it interesting at the very least. I don't know. Who wants to come up next? Taylor? Uh, yeah, I can go. Uh, so uh, my upset of the week last week was Bears over Vikings, which ended up being close, but no cigar for me. So that was my first loss in like three weeks, I think, which is pretty good. Um, my lock was Dolphins over Panthers, which didn't start out good. Um, Panthers were up, I think, 14 nothing at one point, and then Dolphins came back. Um, and then my game of the week was Dallas LA Chargers. I don't know what it is this year, but all the prime games games have been such news fests. Yeah, Holy smokes, this game was boring. So that was not good. But we could theoretically swear in this segment because we're not live. If we want to swear at all, I know, but I feel bad swearing because the rest of the show has no swears. That's true. Well, there's that. That's true. We <laughs> <laughs> have to beat that one out. Um, this week, hold on. I'm trying to find it here. Oh, man, this is not going well at all. Sorry, give me a second here. Um, I got it here. It's just in our little group chat. Um, so my lock this week, hopefully there's not the injuries aren't too bad for McCaffrey and um, Tebow because I picked 49ers over Vikings. Vikings, I don't know. I've been picking on the Vikings recently just because they just don't haven't looked that good this year. Although they seem to be slowly but surely turning around a little bit. I just think the 49ers are still too good. 
Um, underdog, which I was surprised this was an underdog, but I'm going to pick uh, my team, Steelers over Rams. Underdog this week. I think we can pull it off, potentially. Defensively, I think we can pull it off. It could either go that way or we could get absolutely smacked by Puka and and Cooper Cup, and it might just be a long day at the office. But this week was just kind of another weird week where there wasn't that many enticing games for me for underdogs, so I kind of just sent it for the Steelers. I ha- I I never pick my own team to win either. That's fair. I don't know if you guys have realized that. I never pick the Steelers to win anything. Yeah. So I'm going for it this week for the first time ever. So, uh, yeah, that's not. But this week I thought, whatever, I'm going to go for it. First time ever. And then game of the week, please actually be the game of the week, Dolphins-Eagles. Like, this has got the makeup to be one of the better games of the year so far. I really hope it's not just a boring snooze fest because it seems like all the big games we've had so far this year really haven't been good. Um, Yeah, that's, that's me. Will? Uh, last week I had picked for my lock Bills over Giants, which miraculously happened. <laughs> Looked like uh, maybe the refs helped me out a little bit. My upset was the Bears over the Vikings, which didn't happen. Uh, I thought it was going to happen. I mean, no Justin Jefferson. I feel like it was a semi-decent bet. Didn't work yeah, out. That was interesting. Yeah. Game of the week, I had Seahawks-Bengals. Which I didn't see the full thing, but I tuned in for the back half of the fourth quarter, and I saw some some subpar offense from Seattle. Um, getting into this week, my lock. Taylor's picking his team. I'm picking against my team. My lock is the Bills over the Patriots. Fair enough. Yeah, that's a little bit worse. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, um, Bills are really good. Patriots are a football team. Say it. <laughs> Patriots suck. Uh, yeah, they suck. Upset, I have the Lions over the Ravens, which I'm kind of surprised that the Lions were the underdog, seeing as they're, I don't know, super hot right now. Five and one. Yeah, five and one. I mean, they're without David Montgomery. Ravens are also super tanked. Yeah. Maybe they have Gibbs back, though, this week. Uh, nonetheless, taking the Lions over the Ravens. And my game of the week is Dolphins versus Eagles. Big surprise there. So so now kind of the only thing left on the NFL segment this week. Wasn't that big of a week, but we've got um, Anthony Richardson and a couple other quarterbacks went down. Justin Fields went down. Jimmy G went down. Shout out the quarterback matchup we're getting next week. It's once in a lifetime. Brian Hoyer versus Tyson Bagent. Um, but then, of course, we've got a big Anthony Richards stand on this show, Terrell. So, Terrell, um, probably, uh, I know Richardson's been ruled out now for the season. I'll give you the mic. Oh, Anthony Richardson, no! He was so exciting to watch when he was in the game. Uh, I had a lot of faith in the Colts with Jonathan Taylor coming back, and I was hoping that he would kind of... Him and Anthony Richardson would be a fantastic duo playing next to each other. So, um, yeah. A huge, huge, huge loss for the Colts. Um, And I really hope that this isn't like a affect-the-career kind of injury for Anthony Richardson because 
one of his big strengths is that he's got like a cannon for an arm and, you know, shoulder injury. You never know how that's going to turn out. So uh, Anthony Richardson stands out there next season. We always got next season. You just got to got to look look to the future and uh, hopefully he'll be back. Um, and in the meantime, it's Minshew mania, I suppose. Um, yeah. If there's anything else anybody else wants to say. Nope. Well, nope. rare uh, <laughs> off-air armchair athlete segment to finish off the show. Um, if oh, you one one last thing. One last thing. Is it okay if I? Out of there. Alrighty. So this was one last thing I wanted to bring up on the show this week. We don't talk WWE much on the show. But there's one thing I want to say this week. So WWE is making a push to bring Cristiano Ronaldo um, to their Saudi show. And just to appear in the crowd, I think, like just to watch the show. I've seen some money he's being offered on Twitter. I hope that it's like a fake account saying this. Because if that money is real, they could almost buy a stage with the amount I've seen. But I think it's a fake tweet. It better be. You know, it's still probably yeah. change for that guy. And yeah. Probably not going to So, so, uh, yeah, so they're offering him a lot. I'm, I make, I'm planning on going to WrestleMania in Philly in April. This message for WWE. If you want armchair athletes host Clayton Yates to maybe go backstage, take a couple of pictures, promote your guys' show, uh, take a picture with Triple H, maybe promote the WWE, maybe even The Rock, um, get some promotion to WWE. Hey, I, I'm down for it. I already got tickets to the show, so. And uh, WWE, if you're listening, let's let's just say this. However much money you're spending on Cristiano Ronaldo, I'm sure Clayton Yates would take a fraction of it to show up and support your brand. Triple H, WWE, the ball is now in your court. Make it happen. Maybe, maybe I'll even be the special guest referee for Cody Rhodes' Roman Reigns, too. So... Thank you very much for tuning into the show today, unless you guys have any final words. I don't think so. Have a good evening. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much.